We have a deep need for alignment in our lives. When we perceive harmony, we experience an inner comfort. The dictionary defines harmony as a consistent, orderly, or pleasing arrangement of parts. While harmony gives a sense of comfort, it is not without chaos. Like yin and yang, harmony is dynamic rather than static. Extremes balance each other out, and as with much music and art, can result in a surprising beauty. Living in harmony with others is essential, but we also need to live in harmony within ourselves in all aspects of our journey. If we can create peace and acceptance between these thoughts, we can find a greater inner harmony. This internal peace is a key focus in a martial arts mindset that applies to both the personal and professional lifestyle. We're here to bring it to all aspects of life, on and off the mat. Welcome to Harmony and Chaos. We'll share ideas and information to help embrace the harmony and chaos that is life. Our goal is to provide you with tools and stories that will give you energy and inspiration. Hosted by Tiffany Ablola and Kaimi Kuoha. Welcome to the Harmony and Chaos podcast. Today, our topic is a key principle number two, complete relaxation. I'm Kaimi and I'm here with my co-host, Tiffany. All right, everyone. We're really excited to get into this today. As you might recall, some of our introductory episodes in the podcast series are going a little bit deeper into the key principles because everything that we're going to talk about somehow relates back to one of these four principles. And today it's key principle number two, complete relaxation. So Kaimi, can you tell us some context about complete relaxation and what that means. Yes, I mean, I think it's a really hard key principle to explain because a lot of times when you think of relaxing, you think of like getting a massage and you're just in complete relaxed, you're kind of like just a puddle, right? And it's actually opposite when it comes to key principles. You wanna think of relaxation with intention behind it. So everything that you do, you still have that extension, you still have the focus, and you're still present with your mind and body. And that's imperative with the relaxation component. Especially when you're doing movement, you want to stay very present in your body and you're not just like mush, you know? And Mm. so I like to use the analogy of the coat and the coat hanger. And what I mean by that is if you have the structure underneath, like say your bones, your skeleton, it's kind of like that coat hanger. Everything else that just lays on top, so your your muscles, the skin, everything else that lays on top is the coat, right? Mm. And so you want to think of that structure as you're moving through space and also, again, staying connected with the mind as well. Ah, so I'm hearing you say you still have a form to keep Mm -hmm. uh, and that's Mm -hmm. the structure you're talking about and to flow somewhat, uh, but it's not rigid. Absolutely not. Yeah. So we do a a drill where you are finding that if your body is really, really tense, it actually kind of, I I think of it as like it's derooting yourself, right? Uh So if you cut off the tree's roots, what happens? It falls falls over, it dies, right? Mm -hmm. So it's the same thing with the body. So the more that we are tense and the more that we think, oh, we have to use our physical force, that's actually when we're our weakest. Mm -hmm. So you really want to think of that relaxation component, but then you still have the structure and you still have that integrity underneath it. 
It's a very fine line and it's hard for people to to get it right away. You know, it takes a lot of practice and especially through movement, it takes a lot of practice with that. Yeah, it seems to encompass almost the whole mind-body connection Completely. as well. And one, one thing I wanted to ask you about is, does this relate to that Bruce Lee quote that people say, be like water, my friend? Yes. And so so with that, I feel like, I mean, water in itself, if you think of like rushing water, it can cut through steel, yeah. you know, ideally, right? And so it's not that be like water, like just like sitting water where you're just like you're nothing and you form, but you actually want to allow yourself to move through, right? Mm -hmm. Rather than letting something, like if you think of a rock hitting a rock, it's like abrupt, right? And you never want to feel like that. You want to just keep moving through. And I mean, that kind of translates into life as well, right? We want to just keep, okay, so things outside sources kind of hit us. But instead of feeling that and taking it on internally, we go, okay, how do we move through it? How do we revert that energy? Yeah. And I think part of that quote or what it was intended to discuss is a lot of what you were sharing. It's about life. It's Mm. about our mindset, how Mm -hmm. we approach things as well, not just how we are physically within the practice of martial arts. Yeah. I think a lot of this and what we're going to talk about is how it does apply to everything. It it absolutely does. Mm. You know, and I feel like if we had these elements in our everyday teachings, in our everyday life, if this was put through schools, I think, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> with a little cliche, but the world would be such a better, much better place, you know? But really, yeah. you know, it can improve our lives so much and the lives of others if we actually breathe and we can make the right choices in the right moment. We don't react so strongly with, with different things that come up in life. And I think if we go, okay, let me breathe through this. Now, here's my reaction. And knowing that you have a choice, and we've discussed that a little bit before, but always knowing that you have a choice, you know, how you react and how you take things in or not take them in, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that comes, I mean, it's all with relaxation. You have to have that, that integrity underneath and you have to be able to go, let me breathe, let me think, and then let's move, right? Yes, and... When you're talking about intention, Mm -hmm. that it's a lot because that's the difference between the relaxing into a puddle or maybe you're coming home from a long day at work and it's time to (laughs) relax where I'm going to plop onto the couch and not move my body at all. That is a different intention. This is not that kind of relaxation that we're talking about. No, not at all. Not at all. And I mean, yes, I I think at some point, yeah, we need to like- Still need it. "Ah, Yeah. We need the massage every once in a while. That's fine. (laughs) I'm not saying like you shouldn't just like, you know, let your guard down and relax, but Mm -hmm. it's- There is, I think, throughout your day, you just have to be mindful of that, you know. And I mean, all the way to what we feed our our minds and what we listen to, what we see, what we read, you know. I mean, really, because you think of that, right? If you check out and you come home and you're just that, like that puddle of whatever, right? And you're just sitting there, you're just absorbing, absorbing, absorbing all the information, Netflix, whatever's on, you know. But instead, I think even going a step further, it, it does matter what is going on subconsciously, you know? So we, we yes, you can relax, but you still have to have that intention integrity underneath because then you're just allowing whatever from the outside sources, whatever comes in, you're allowing it to essentially control you and control what your, your thoughts are. 
So yeah, I mean, that goes a little bit deeper. And we're not saying there's a right or wrong way at all here. And that's definitely what we want everyone to know. It's like, relaxation is how you choose to do it at that time and moment. But as far as the key principle and what the intent is behind there, I would really love to hear more about how you would describe how being physically relaxed uh, Mm -hmm. manifests itself physically. Let's say when you're about to do something in, let's say a drill or you're, you're demonstrating Uh, something. I think that would help people understand, okay, well I get what it's not, but how would I know physically? So we do a drill where you have somebody sitting on the floor and one person is tensing up the body and the other person standing over them, and then they're going to push the shoulders back. They're mm-hmm. trying to just push the person over. They have all the leverage. They have weight on them, everything. So this is just a, a drill, right? Oh, yeah. It's not something in self-defense. You know, it's not that. But you have somebody push them over. It's super easy to push the person over. Even if the, the person weighs less than the person that's sitting down, it's super easy to push them over when their body is really, really tense and they're gritting their teeth and everything is tight. And they're trying to sit down there, you know, and not be able to be pushed over. It's really easily moved. Now, what they do is take a deep breath. And then what I have them do, if they're touching the shoulders, right? They're pushing on the shoulders. I have them revert that energy right back up through the person. So they're holding their triceps or, I mean, they could hold anywhere on the body. And they're holding this way. And then I just say, now extend key through the fingers as if your arm becomes a steel rod. You're going right through and they're focused. So now the mind and the body are connected, right? Mm. They're still in a relaxed state. They're not tense, but they have that intention behind it. Yeah. And so from there, it's crazy. Even little kids, like they're immovable. I'm like from an adult trying Mm -hmm. to push them over. It's really incredible. And so that in itself you ask somebody, okay, so maybe somebody is really, really strong, you know, that's sitting down. And then it's like, okay, well then how do you feel after those, on those two drills? How do you feel? And usually the person will say when they're really tense, they expend so much energy, like Mm. they're tired after they're sweating, but this one where they're really relaxed and they're just extending through, they don't feel it. They don't even feel the person pushing, which is really crazy. So as far as in the body and how it manifests, you should feel nothing (laughs) as far as like if somebody's trying to push you or or bend your elbow or something, you know, in that nature, right? And so you shouldn't even feel that other person and you're expending so much less energy than if you were really, really tense. So in that, also, if you're watching somebody, the speed comes like crazy. Like they're so much faster when they're relaxed with that intention. Mm -hmm. You see it in the body when they're moving. So Mm. yeah. So those are the two, two cues, but the drill is really amazing. And then heck, if you can do more throughout your day without expending so much energy at the top of whatever it is, I kind of think of it when you go into like a meeting or for me, an audition or anything where you're really nervous. Yeah. And then afterwards, I'm like, oh, I'm so tired. Like I expended so much energy being so nervous. And then a lot of times I feel like you can use that. It's not saying that you wouldn't be nervous, but you can use that nervous energy and then put it into work. So maybe it's more internal energy rather than like external energy. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, you know, it's a little bit different way of thinking about it. But um, I feel it for sure. When I'm nervous, I go, 
but your body tenses up, yeah. you know, the jaw clenches. And then from there afterwards, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm exhausted. And so imagine going through your days every single day like that, you know, so how not breathing can, as much. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how can we differentiate and, and actually feel that in the body? And I think doing these drills and, and learning the key principles is definitely one of them. As far as the idea of relaxing yourself when you're going into let's say an audition Mm -hmm. for for example how would you prepare yourself i like to sometimes if you're able to you go there i like to go early Mm -hmm. and see the space so that way i can like feel my body in that space and i'm already comfortable there Mm -hmm. you may not necessarily be able to go into the room but you could definitely be around in that area I tend to do breath work before, you know, just so that I can calm my mind. I do one where you inhale through the nostril and then you exhale out the other side. You inhale and then exhale. And so I kind of use that one and it just slows the heart rate a little bit. So that's something very simple that you don't have to do like this, the fire breathing and, you know, something really vigorous. It's not going to distract people around you. No, you can like literally be in the corner like this and then I do just a little bit of breath work. And so very discreet. Yeah, yeah. Maybe she's picking her nose. I don't know. <laughs> but she's very relaxed. Yeah, so she's very relaxed when she goes in. So yeah, I really try to do that. And again, I think of that anxious energy and I try to put it internal. And then that way I use it for the audition for, mm-hmm. you know, maybe it's in the script or my dialogue or whatever it is, or yeah. if it's movement. I'll use it in that, you know, in that movement. And so I'll use it as energy, not so much as like anxiousness. So I just like try to transform the, uh, what type of energy that I'm, I'm going in with. Am I going in with tension or am I going to go in and have intention instead? Yeah. I like how you mentioned physically going to see this space. Mm -hmm. And that's something that I did a lot of before, let's say less meetings now, because a lot of them are virtual. So I can't really see what the virtual room is like, but it's good to know if my Zoom is working. I would go in or drive by and then that would actually tone down the anticipation Uh. as well because, oh, A, you know where the room is, B, what is parking like, how long it takes you to get there. And just doing that takes it down a notch. And then for me, it's also just being prepared or I can do to review things beforehand. It physically makes me feel better yeah. as well. There's less of the anxiety that manifests physically before the day of. And it's the worst if you're unprepared for yeah. something. It's the worst ever. I mean, no, other, some people would say opposite. Some people are like, I like to fly by the seat of my pants and I can, you know, come into Everyone's a meeting. Different. Everybody's different. Yeah. And, you know, maybe they speak more organically if it's like a, um, a speaking event or mm-hmm. a meeting or whatever. I like to prepare as much as I can because I get the same. I get like, oh, man, you know, I'm not going to say this or I'm not going to do this or whatever it is. For me, especially, it is like you were saying parking. Like for whatever reason, it's like I'm, I can't be late to it. You know, yeah. I have to make sure I give myself ample amount of time you know, just to settle in. I know where it's at. Even if I need to go to a coffee shop or something nearby, I at least know right where it's at and then I can come back to it. But yeah, you're right. It's just crazy. But yeah, to each their own. I think everyone has their own style. And as long as they know what they need to reach that point of relaxation before 
an event, I think that's what matters. This is just an example of how the key principles can apply to just everyday things. Yes. Let's say you're going to an audition. It kind of sets the tone for how you're going to present yourself throughout the whole thing. So I would be interested to hear if you know, sometimes things take a turn during an audition. For I'm sure. sure. For how sure. do you how do you re relax yourself if that um, happens? I you know what I mean, especially during auditions or things that you know could be you could be thrown a curveball. Like curveball. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I always try to find the humor in things and just realize, and that relaxes me a little bit,、mm. just realizing that I don't have to take everything so seriously. And I always think of, okay, if I don't like, if I just completely fall on my face in this audition or what, whatever it is, does it change my life in any way right now? Does it make it anywhere? No, right? It's like, no, I'm, I'm exactly where I, I am right now. <laughs> and so then I always think of like, what are the pros and cons before? You know, going in,、mm-hmm. and if it doesn't matter, it's it's okay. You know, and so then you kind of have more fun with it,、yeah. and you find the humor within it. And then for me, whatever that that makes me a little bit more relaxed going through the audition. And then knowing that for whatever reason, I go,、ah, I got this.、Uh-huh. It makes me a little bit more confident because either way, I'm fine. You know, so I I always think of that. I think going through and where. Opposite has happened, where at times I'm like completely frazzled, you know, and then I lose my one point, lose my center, and I'm not, I'm completely nervous, and it just goes terribly because I'm, you know, thinking about the lines or thinking about my nerves, you know, it's like my stomach's up in my throat, you know, so things like that where you're like, oh my gosh, this is terrible, and then you realize afterwards it'd be better if I just relaxed and had fun with it all, you、mm-hmm. know, so. I don't know. So I always think of. I mean, even if it is a、uh, a meeting that, and like you're saying in the corporate world, that might make or break your career、mm-hmm. in some, you know, some sometimes. But I think you always have to find that silver lining of okay, how would it be if I completely failed at this? Would I still be okay? And if the answer is yes, then like just carry on and enjoy and be confident with it, right? No matter what. And I think too. No matter what, we have control over what happens, right, and how we feel and how we react to it. So sometimes things may be like really, really heightened for us, and we go, "Oh my gosh, this is the last thing. This is the only thing I need." And it may not. You know, the universe might be saying, "You know what? This wasn't it for you because something else has opened up, and this is going to be better." And at that moment, we might not think so. You know, we're like, "Oh, this is it. This is the last. This is the last thing. This is all I、yeah. need." And then I get the big break, or I get this. And sometimes that's not true, and we just have to trust, you know, and and be confident and stay with ourselves and and be present the whole time. I think that's what matters most. But it's easy said, definitely easier <laughs> said yeah, than done. Yeah, harder to practice. But if we keep on doing it as a practice, I think it's just going to get better and better, just like anything else. Yeah, I would say earlier on in my professional life, that was one of the most difficult things to do. Every、mm-hmm. experience, every. Meeting felt like everything was hanging in the、yes. balance, and、yeah. I think as it goes, time goes on, you realize people actually are paying more attention to themselves than、yeah. than you <laughs> if you make a minor no, mistake,、okay. and even if you do make a mistake. Chances are that you can recover from it, and、yeah. or at the very least, learn from it. Yeah, and that's what life is about. 
like you said, your reaction is what is completely within your control, even if you messed up and just acknowledging it and not letting it shake you to your core. And I think that's what's so great about relaxation, because if you are in that mode, when something comes your way, like a curveball, or if you screw something up, you can roll with that and then react to it or respond to it in a way that will make it the best possible outcome, even in light of that taking the lessons learned from it is important. And For sure. Any last thoughts on complete relaxation? Gosh, I think I said it, it was just the, to keep on practicing and to know that it's within each of us. We just need to learn how to develop it and need to learn how to sit into that pocket, as I always say. And once you find it, it's like the sweet spot of just being relaxed with that intention behind it. If you're doing movement or in life, like we were talking Mm -hmm. about, man, it feels so good. And then once you get there, you're like, okay, I can always come back to this spot once you find it. So yeah, just practice it. Yeah. (laughs) And you may not be an over preparer like us necessarily, but it's finding what works really well for you. Maybe you need to get pumped up with your favorite song beforehand or you need to practice reading something out loud or you have a ritual you need to do Mm -hmm. or you try the one nostril breathing that Kaimi (laughs) suggested in the corner. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Just find what works best for you. And how did you know that you found the pocket? I think that's the last question. Oh, man. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately, it's come as I've aged as well. I've seasoned into it, (laughs) I think. I like that. Um, Yeah, yeah. I think it's just knowing who I am and what my purpose is is I really find that confidence and then after that I go okay like nothing else matters as long as I'm going for that one purpose and it aligns with my values then everything's going to be okay Mm. you know and so that's where the pocket is is knowing yourself finding your purpose and then sticking to that because that in itself you can just kind of pull the weight off your shoulders and you can relax you know, and, and just be who you are. And I think that for me, it came a lot later in life. You know, I felt like I had to prove myself so much over and over as I was younger. And especially being in a male dominated world, I felt like I just always had to prove myself. And then there was a point where I was like, I I don't have to prove myself anymore. You know, I really know who I am. And for me, that's total relaxation. Mm. You know, it's just like just sitting in there and going, this is all going to be okay. Owning who you are. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So that's it. (laughs) On that note, thank you for joining us today for our discussion about the complete relaxation key principle too. Yeah. Thank you. Bye.